Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome back to the Man of the Post Weekend Review Show. Back in the hosting seat, I am as Ali. Um, Ross can get back in his box for another year. He'll come back out on the next anniversary. Um, joining me tonight is only one of our regular guests, as the other one um, cares as much about as you listeners in this podcast, as Tyrone Mings does about defending. So, Dave, thanks for coming. Hello. Uh, Simon's in the pub. What a disgrace. Only jealous, really. Yeah, I'm not. No, I can understand why normal people would. I don't drink, so um, yeah, yeah, I don't care. But joining me, joining us, Dave, we have um, a slightly happier than the last time he was on. Carl, how are we, sir? Yeah, we haven't dropped any points, so yeah, I'm good. It's, yeah, maybe that's what maybe that's what we'll do from now on. We'll get you on the games that you don't play. <laughs> not when we win. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'll never have you on when you're winning because that gives me no enjoyment. Mm, thanks very much, mate. You're very welcome. But no, seriously, thanks for joining us. Um, and yeah, let's get started, gentlemen. Um, early kickoff. Now, Dave, I, I, I couldn't believe this result. Well, I could believe the result perfectly. And I couldn't wait to talk about it. The most Spurs result ever. <laughs> Tottenham Hotspur yeah. in one. Um, it's, should we just say everything we said about Arsenal when they lost to Brighton two weeks ago? And just repeat, just copy and paste. I might as well. I mean, this was, well, firstly, one of the worst matches I've ever watched. Like, in terms of actual Gilmore's action, there was pretty much none um, for 89 minutes. I don't. I think Tottenham had one shot on target, maybe, maybe two. Either way, it wasn't pretty from them. Um, and uh, they couldn't get going at all. I mean, fair play to Brighton. I said that they... they did what every team has played Tottenham in the last six weeks hasn't done, which is Mark Harry Kane and don't let him, you know, dictate the play like he has been doing. Um, and that worked out for them. Um, Spurs don't have a plan B, that much is apparent. With that, you know, that, that didn't work and they didn't really have a a, a, a way around it. Um, and Brighton probably deserved to win, to be honest with you. They, they had the probably the better of the, the player generally uh, and oh, it got a little bit of luck on the way the goal came about but Trossard took it well um, and Spurs will be kicking themselves if they don't end up getting fourth now because they've done all the hard work of closing that gap um, and putting the fear of God in everybody but then fundamentally remembered they are still Tottenham Hotspur <laughs> Yeah it's just that this whole Southern softy thing I mean this is very appropriate for the three of us on the podcast but like Spurs and Arsenal are just the epitome of, of that saying. They just every time it's going for them, they just they want to throw it away. Um, just quickly, 
I, I, I seen this on um, TalkShite earlier, uh, and it was, I can't even remember the, oh, it was Jamie O'Hara. So, I mean, take it with a pinch of salt, as you say, but Harry Kane was at the Masters last weekend. What's your thoughts on him, like, travelling all the way to America um, before such a, a pivotal time of the season for him? I mean, was he? Did Tottenham have a game last weekend? No, he didn't. They didn't have a game. I don't think anybody had a game last weekend. Did it? Was that, was that a free week, free weekend? I can't remember. But he was at he was at the Masters, yeah. And oh. was, it's, it's just a lot of travelling as well, like you know, midweek. Uh, I'm, I don't think it's that big of a deal, is it? I mean, it, it, I mean, it, when you you're not he walked there, I assume he flew. Like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's not just a. A two-hour journey, though, is it? Let's be. I, I put it this way. Whilst I think it's it's probably blown up by that rag and that radio station much more, I'm not sure if I'd be happy if Mo Salah was away in America, like the week before such a big game. Well, we had the cup semi-final, obviously Saturday. Before that, and then put in the performance that they put in. I know, but like, were they all there? Like, I mean, it wasn't just Kane who wasn't on his no, game. Like, like the, they were all absolutely atrocious. So it seems a little bit unfair. I mean, I swear to God, they played Villa last Saturday. Oh, yeah, right, you know. So, oh, he went on like a Thursday. Did he go after the game? No, he was there He was there the final day. So he must have went right after the game, but almost. Nah, uh, job's done. I'll go to Masters. is right, Harry. <laughs> yeah. I mean,. I think that's all right, isn't it? If you played on the Saturday, flew it's, out. Look, it's your time off. So yeah, it's it's easy to make a, a a mountain out of it, especially with the result, obviously, on Saturday. So yeah, maybe maybe that's where I'm getting the the irritation from as well. Well, either way, I mean, as I say, he wasn't alone. Um, the whole Tottenham team totally flattered to deceive. There was a lot of backwards passing. There was no. Um, no one willing to take the, the ball by the horn, so to speak, and try and uh, try and you know break Brighton down by any any means other than trying to get into Kane's feet, which is all they ever seem to do. Um, and I say Brighton played them absolutely perfectly. Um, it was a good audition for Graham Potter to to go and get a better job somewhere. Um, whether he does or not, or whether he just remains as Brighton manager forever, yeah. it remains to be seen. But uh, I thought he was spot on with, with the way he set up here. Um, but Tottenham were god awful, um, and it was another reason why I hate twelve thirty kickoffs in this time of year because you can't see a fucking thing because the, the sun shining is down on like on like three quarters of the pitch, so that annoyed me as well. Yeah, I noticed that to be honest. Uh, right, Carl. I mean, what's your your thoughts on the game? And yeah, something that Dave just brought up there about Graham Potter and obviously possibly auditioning for for better jobs. Do you? Where do you see Mr. Potter's future? Yeah, um, I don't know. I, the thing with Potter, and I, I know you guys have been a very, you know, advocates for him, and then no, and then ah, then ah, then, <laughs> and, and, uh, changes every week, doesn't it? Um, no, in, in seriousness, he's 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 clearly a good manager. Uh, sorry, I say good. He, he's better than Brighton. Um, possibly if Arteta goes. Yeah, I think we've probably we've probably flip flopped this a few times. As you say, like he's better than Brighton, but what's the next step? Like, does he need like a middle club before he goes to somewhere like Arsenal? Probably, but you know, 
Um, take yeah. over Lampard if we stay up. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Like, you know, I, I think if someone like Frank Lampard's got the Everton job, um, I think Potter can quite rightly say, "Well, you know, I've done I'll a lot. That, yeah. <laughs> I've done a lot more." City job. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I do think he's good, and I think he, he he's definitely got the defence working because. On paper, yeah, it's all right, but it's not. It shouldn't be shut now. Harry Kane and, like Dave said, there they did really well. What I will say before I go back to Potter, haven't Tottenham got a lot of players that you'd love to smack in the face? Oh, so. Oh so my bad. good God! I, I would not tired of smacking that Eric Dyer, you know. I feel like Tottenham have always had this problem though, where they've got like they've got a lot of arseholes. Like yeah, and it's like they go out the way to sign them, like Romero. Um, one of the better defenders in the league this season. Um, and I mean, that's serious. I think he's been very good for them. But no, he has, yeah. he's got the Argentinian gene of just being like <laughs> an awful, awful man. Like, you could just tell like he would start an argument in an empty room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hoysberg as well in the centre. Oh, I can't believe Oh, yeah. Um, you can tell Regulon's a little grass. Like, he'll, he'll run around <laughs> that, that changing room, just grassing up everybody. Oh, he flicked my ear. Oh, he whipped me with. Like, Randall the towel, You know, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> Uh, exactly like that. Like, you can just tell he's got a look about him. Emerson Royale, again, you can tell he's just a little weenie complaining about everything. Um, the, the lot of them are very, very annoying. Um, yeah. I think everyone loves Son, which is fair enough. You know, Whoa, good, good I player. don't. You don't. You're the one who doesn't. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd say uh, most of Everton's fan base. Uh, well, I mean, all he did was just... Andrea Gomez's leg. I mean, you know, well, it happens. clean off, like, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, no um, sorry. Yeah, back to Potter. Um, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I could see him at somewhere like maybe not Arsenal. Maybe that is a step too far. I know Arsenal aren't great, but they are the upper echelons. Weirdly enough, maybe someone like I don't know West Ham. No, I don't know. Yeah, if you think, I mean, you look at the teams at the top, obviously, like Pep's not leaving, Klopp's not leaving, um, Chelsea. I mean, the Chelsea one's interesting only because we don't know the situation where we know. Yeah. Um, I mean, Conte's, I can't see Conte going anywhere. It looks like Man United have got Ten Hag. Arteta might be the, as you say, Arsenal. What about Leicester? Well, I, I have said for, for months, but um, the, the, the man to, to, to the side of me right now and the other one who's in the pub, just they, they reckon that Rodgers isn't going anywhere. I, I honestly believe Rodgers will be sacked by the end of the season. Or, or, or it'll be a, a mutual agreement for yeah. us to leave. Um, yeah. I, I think his time's done at Leicester. And it, not even me hating on him. I just think he's done the best he can do with them. And yeah, I think that as Leicester, well. Would, Leicester would be a, a good step because Leicester's squad is better than Knight. Yeah. Just now. Yeah, I, I, I think Potter would get a better tune out of them. But the thing with Leicester is their defence is really bad. And I know <laughs> the back four has took a beating this season where injury-wise, but the... the that get, obviously will come to the game, but I thought they were dreadful. Um, they don't look bothered that Elements 
does not look bothered. Not not in the slightest. Uh, yeah, I think, it was, I think it was quite telling a few, probably a few months ago now when they lost in the FA Cup, I think it was, to Forrest. Forrest, yeah. Rogers pretty much called out a few of them and said, you know, some of them won't be here next season and they've come as far as they'll come with us, that kind of thing. And I think Tillemans is one of them. Um, not in like a in a in a way that he's declined. I just think he's got ambitions to play in the Champions League, and always, it doesn't look like they're going to be able to achieve that with Leicester. No. Um, the problem with Leicester is they're going to have the the task of replacing Jamie Vardy at some point. And that, and that's the, and that's the big thing because let's face it, Inanacho is not going to replace Jamie Vardy. No, I think he's he's destined to always be like. The backup, or, yeah, a bit or, back, or, yeah. when, or when when we play two up front, we'll play him kind of thing. Yeah. Um, he's never really done it consistently for them on his own. Dagger, we don't really know an awful lot about. Uh, no. Sort of stop start debut season, but he's got a lot of potential. But um, you know, Jimmy Vardy's consistently hit twenty goals for them for what four or five seasons, and this is the first season he hasn't. And obviously they've dropped four players in the league as a result. Yep. Um, and that's not it's not form; it's just injury, isn't it? So. Um, that's going to be an unenviable task for somebody. Um, but, yeah. And Potter doesn't like scoring, does he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not the man you want to be uh, leading, the, leading the recruitment chart and finding a striker. That's it. Just throw all, throw all his money at, uh, at Danny Welbeck. I mean, I would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope he goes to Everton and does that now. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough of that. Um, We'll come, we'll come on to the top four at the end. We'll, we'll do our usual prediction, Dave, um, and see how much it's changed since since two weeks ago. Um, next up on the Saturday kickoffs was Man United 3, Norwich 2. Um, I mean, well, again, this sounds like I'm just taking a pass because you're on the podcast, Carl, but I mean, this team just lost to Everton um, and scraped by Norwich. How in the hell are Man United fifth, Carl? Um I have no ungodly idea. Um, I think they're so devoid of ideas. And literally now that the game plan is just get the ball to Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, I did watch a bit of this game, to be honest. And just just, just again, on my, my the last time I was on the podcast, I was talking about goalkeepers. Norwich's goalkeeper is shite. Um, yeah, Ronaldo's free kick is literally straight at him. Yeah. And very, I'm very. sorry... I, he gets a, a hand to it and it still goes in. I, I was looking at it going, what the fuck are you doing? Um, I'll tell you a little funny story actually as well. Um, I was in the pub on Friday and I got a taxi home and I was I got talking to the taxi driver as you do and uh, he was Kieran Dow's best mate. <laughs> <laughs> and I turned around to him and went, oh, we shit him. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> of course he scored at Old Trafford. <laughs> Goal and an assist, yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, but um, I thought Norwich done okay. Um, I, I don't think they're any good. I, I think Man United, may, again, made them look good. Uh, Pookie was Pookie. Uh, just just a nuisance. Um, yeah. Man United's back four is atrocious. Like, really bad. Um, like, and you've just reminded me that they're fifth. And I caught, was it last month or the month before I was on? Was it February, end of February? And I said, they get fourth. Yeah, shoot me in the head. <laughs> well, I mean, Dave, I'll come to you first on the game and then we'll we'll, we'll talk about it. Because 
I don't think they're going to be far away from fourth because they might be crap, but they're not as mentally weak as the other two. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, as Carl says, I mean, they're not a good football team. Right? It would be an, it would be absolute travesty if they came fourth. Um, they were lucky to beat Norwich, really, in my view. I thought Norwich played pretty well. Um, it's the same old story with Norwich, isn't it? Like they, they play quite well, and it's like well, fundamentally you put all the eggs in the team of Pookie Basket, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So, um, on another day, he could have had two or three, but you know, didn't take his chances. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously Norwich are almost gone now. Um, but it just doesn't seem fair does it? that Man United labour to win over Norwich and have the best weekend of everyone ever because Tottenham, Arsenal and West Ham all don't win. Like, it's amazing. It's just absolutely mad how things work out sometimes. Um, I don't think they'll finish fourth. Um, as Carl says as well, Like that defence is just absolutely appalling. Like, um, Harry Maguire's confidence was, was gone about four months ago and they've just continued to play him throughout. It's like, not taking you out the firing line. No way. You just you just keep playing and keep getting worse. Um, big fan of their idea to play Paul Pogba as a one-man midfield. <laughs> was, that ever, was that ever going to work? No. The Man United fans booed him because he, he somehow can't hold a, a midfield together. And I hadn't yeah, during, during Ramadan as well. Obviously, yeah. he's fa- he'd be fasting for that. So, um, yeah, stay classy. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't think they are good enough to finish fourth. Um, if they do, it's going to be down to Tottenham and Arsenal being even worse than yeah, uh, yeah. they are. Um, and I also don't think Ten Hag is going to be this magic fix they think he's going to be. Um, I agree. Um, before we come on to Ten Hag, because obviously that's the future, but obviously the Liverpool Man United coming up tomorrow, I believe. Uh, it is, yeah. So the Sky have started their usual, you know, mix of the best 11s and all this. You always get. But there was an interview where Ragnick, Ragnick, is that his name? Yeah. Anyway, um, who turned around and said, it's no surprise Liverpool are good. A six or seven hour first team, he signed when no one knew them. Now, I've not fact-checked to see how many of our players he signed at some point in his his team. But I just... I, I just I mean, coming out with a statement like that when your team's currently as it is, it might be a bit, might be a bit too much. Yeah, it's a bit of a um, slapping <laughs> the old chops, isn't it? Maybe, maybe you should start doing something the way he did. We've signing all these players that Man United did. <laughs> you know? well, well, yeah, it's I. It's like he's dead on all of these. It's, it's like he's it? just got, he's just gone. These are crap, and I can't be bothered. Uh, we've said a few times now, he's made absolutely no difference whatsoever. Like, he's, he's made them worse. I think he has, yeah. Like, this was Solskjaer, they'd go behind and they'd win. Now they go behind it, like, ah, behind our lads, aye, ah, right. <laughs> See you later, boys. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Same it's, time, uh, boys. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's appalling. Like, I, I mean, again, he was heralded as being this sort of fixer who was going to come in, he was going to be like, the director of football, who was going to just be the manager for a few months, and then you know he'd, he'd help them get someone new in. And after about three games, they're like, just to be clear, this guy's not helping us hire anyone new. <laughs> like, all ah, right, so, so you realise you made a mistake there, then, have you? Um, yeah, well, yeah. 
I, I just, I, I've said at the time, like, I can't believe a club of that size has to go down the interim manager route. Like, surely if you want a manager, you go and get him and you pay him whatever he wants and you, and you make it happen. And you can't kid me that, like, whether it's Ten Hag or whoever else they might have got, they'd much rather have had three or four months with this team to see who's worth keeping and who's not. Definitely. And then having the summer and then doing it properly. Because instead, he's going to go through the summer, like, playing Jesse Lingard in friendlies and being like, oh, well, you know, do we give him a new contract or we not? Yeah. Oh, well, give him another year. Like, it's, mm-hmm. just, it's just like, you know, maybe not Lingard because I think his time is probably up. But, you know, there's probably four or five of them who are going to be like Pog, that. For example, so Pogba is out of contract in the summer, isn't he? He is. Uh, yeah. And Pogba's not been great for United, but I, I, I still believe, well, there's, there's no doubt about it, Pogba's talented. And you could get, there's a manager out there, I'm not sure Ten Hag is the one, uh, as can you alluded to, Dave. But surely he would have preferred, as you say, you know, six to nine months with a player like Bogwa to see if he fits into his system or his, rather than, oh, I'll get him for two weeks and then, oh, he's leaving. You know, so it's either that rush, do you give him 400 grand a week or do you just let him go for free? Which well, is... Especially the way they do pre-season as well. I mean, again, I don't know if it's different post uh, with COVID and stuff, but like in the past, it's like, oh, we'll go out to the USA and we'll play four other Premier League teams in July. But yeah. like, there's no new signings because it's obviously like quite early doors. Um, no one learns anything, really. Like it's just like it's a just load funny, of, isn't it? It's just a, a load of youth team players and the ones who aren't on the national duty playing um, against like the equivalent from Arsenal in fucking 40 degree heat and it's like aye great um, but the, the whole Ten Hag uh, coming in I find just well I find the love Man United fans have got for him and this mm. whole he's going to flip the club around and there's there's a, there's a belief that Ten Hag's this young upcoming manager he's older than most of the managers in the Premier League <laughs> um, well but, and you've got a very mind Lucky underdogs Ajax and uh, and won the Dutch league. So yeah, is that you know is that enough? Like, I, I, yeah, but he's he's coming from like Ajax are borderline the perfectly run club. You know they're just mm-hmm. you know what they're about. They're playing a nice not an easy league. Well, nah, bugger it. They're playing in an easy league where only two teams could possibly win it. Um, they're a club that's so well established, so well run since 1960. You know they they bring through loads of youth players. They sell them on. You know, it's just a, it's just a lovely, well-run club to come into Man United. So basically, he's like, he's coming from Ferrari to go and run Skoda, <laughs> like, but in transition, with just, I, I just, I, I don't know, I don't know if there's a manager who could come into that Man United team strong enough, um, or who could come in, I, out, out with like a Simeone type who would just come in and say, not get rid of them all. I think they should have went for Zidane. Personally, um, I agree, but again, I, I think this club needs to do they need to do what Liverpool done and just build from scratch almost. Yeah, I, which which again, and like you you just said about Ten Hag with Ajax and how Ajax, he's only won two leagues, he's been there since 2017. It's Ajax. I know. I know, like the 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 four points ahead of PSV who just lost to Leicester, like <laughs> that's what you know. I'm sure they play a lot. Mario Gomez led PSV, of course. Um, and they went out the Champions League to Benfica, 
who, as predicted, Ali, you put six past over two legs. You did. You called it. I did. Um, so, all right. Though, to be fair, though. Do you know what? I thought they had a goal. They had a goal when it was over. They've, um, they've improved because they got rid of, um, I think they got rid of George Jesus, who was like that mental man who was the manager a few years ago. They got rid of him and he came back. Um, and then the fans had like this meltdown where they pretty much demanded his removal as, as manager. Um, and he went and he obviously come in and did quite a good job. Um, but they are still, they were never going to trouble no, a Liverpool or they, they, probably they, any of the English clubs, to be honest with you. They're playing Otamendi, Vertonghen, and then Adele Tarat is still playing. I know, I know. Well, I mean, they're also like they're third in the Portuguese league. Yeah, which yeah, is another sport, league, which is like, yeah, it's another league. Like, Porto were top of that league, and you beat them even heavier. Like, <laughs> you literally battered their, they battered their brains into their own back garden. You won what six nil, seven nil, or something. It was embarrassing, but I, I'm, it's all right because I've now been told Villarreal beat us in the semi final. Well, that's, well, that's going to be another Unai Emery masterclass, isn't it? We can it's only good. hope. It's going to have to. Be. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking shut up. <laughs> um, Right, we'll move on from that because, yeah, it's magnetic. Um, all right, okay. If you listen to the start of the show when we spoke about Tottenham Brighton, if you just copy and paste that again, um, Southampton won Arsenal nil. Uh, I mean, Dave, I mean, what? what I, I don't know what's worst talk, what's best to talk about here. Arsenal being Arsenal or Southampton being Southampton? Like, I mean, the most poor club that- in the world. Well, they obviously didn't go to Toby this week, did they? Because they played. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say they played really well. They just played well. Like Fraser Force made a lot of saves um, <laughs> to keep Arsenal out. Um, but it was just the most expected result of the weekend. Like as, as soon as Tottenham lost, I thought there's absolutely no chance of Arsenal winning this because it's just the way they are. It's just like they're. Um, the way they go about their business is like, let's make life as difficult as possible for ourselves and then, <laughs> you know, we'll try and pull it back at the last minute and obviously fail. Um, they didn't really get going here. Um, and the best thing about it all is, like I said, the captain, um, what do you do in a time of crisis? Tell everyone you want to leave and play in the Champions League as soon as possible. So well <laughs> done, him. <laughs> I've always liked him. <laughs> If only they had a strike, they didn't have a striker this season who seems to be banging and goes for fun in Spain nowadays. <laughs> I mean, that was. I think everyone thought Arteta did the right thing, and to be honest, he, he, he you know, their the, the results were very good for a long time since he left. Um, but for whatever reason, it's like as, as Aubameyang has got stronger, Arsenal have got weaker. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> reading that what you will, but. Uh, they have not just stopped, like the wheels have fallen off and the car doors, the doors are off, the wheels are off, the, boot, the boots are open, there's oil, there's oil leaking everywhere. <laughs> it's like a cartoon race. <laughs> and it's just, got, it's just going to have Arteta in a chair at the finish line. Oh, yeah. Arteta's pretty much in the Triple Brothers car by this point, like trying to pedal it himself. But so we'll just gonna... hit them with a red shell on Mario Kart. Oh, definitely. <laughs> They're absolutely knackered. Um, and it's it's a shame because I obviously back them to finish fourth and they, um, you know, really should have finished fourth, but they've managed to shoot themselves in the foot. 
Um, not just the foot, he probably shot himself in the kneecap, Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's impressive about it is that like, even beforehand, their goal difference was quite good, and over these last few weeks, they managed to get it now, so their goal difference is 10 worse than Tottenham's. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Helps coming up, and that's their game in hand. You know that was the that was the saviour for them. I know. Now Chelsea seem to have turned it around a little bit as well. I know. It's it's it couldn't have come any gone any worse than to be quite honest. Like they've uh, they've royally messed it up. The Arsenal way. Yeah, absolutely. It's not the the, the North London way. <laughs> Just, <laughs> It's not even because we, we, as we spoke about Spurs earlier, the two of them are as bad as each other. It's just, I always laugh on Twitter when I see either set of fans try to big their club up and have a go at the other team. And you're like, yeah, you're just basically saying the same insult that could be said, vice versa. <laughs> um, but, I mean, hats off to Southampton again. Um, good old Ralph. I just, I don't know, I... Sometimes I believe he, he could go on and be a really good manager at a bigger club than Southampton. And then other times I believe he's destined for the Everton job. <laughs> he's, uh, he's got very similar issues to Potter, really, hasn't he? Whereas you say, like, sometimes he looks like a, you know, a manager who could go and manage at the very top, top well, level. But, we had them um, called Man United job yeah. earlier the season day. <laughs> oh, he's had some, some run, like, he's, uh, he's, he's been right at the very top. We've had him, as you Link with Man United. Uh, we've had him, you know, managing the Toby Carvery. He's had it all, um, and uh, unsurprisingly, as a result of all that, they're twelfth. <laughs> yeah. So, um... I'm going to shock you both here. I can't stand them. Oh, as I said before, like, I don't like the man. Like, I, I wish him nothing but failure. But I think yeah. he's, he's done some good things um, in his yeah. time as setup manager. But I like, got offset with some absolutely horrific things. So. <laughs> Getting getting dicked nine nil twice. Yeah, that's that's what does it. I think he could go on a. I reckon he could go on like finishing, you know, six or seven two seasons in a row. And I still think I think a big team would still turn around and look at him like you lost nine nil twice. We just we kind of take that risk. I think that's. that's You're totally right. That's going to like haunt him forever, isn't it? Yeah, like, no, it is. One no, gonna... one off, you can understand, but. Twice. Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't touch him myself, but what do I know? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> right, last game in the, the league on Saturday, we had Watford 1, Brentford 2. Let's run Brentford are on since, really since Christian Eriksen, let's be mm. honest. And, uh, Paul, well, I can't, can't remember his name, the striker. Um, Tony. Yeah, Tony coming back, although he's not scored. Um, on Saturday, but just coming back, it, it's obviously made such a difference in their, you know, their performances. Uh, they're now sitting eleventh. Did I see that? Eleventh, yeah. Yeah, eleventh on thirty-nine points, and I, I think it was about four games ago, Dave. I I had them for maybe five. I had them in the, the picture for going down if, if things didn't change drastically. No, that's, that's it. I think me and you both had them as being sort of sucked into that relegation battle, um, and then. Well, as usual, they made us look like idiots. But um, what I enjoyed most about this match was how jovial Roy was at losing in the last minute in like a relegation. <laughs> you know, Watford have run out of games, really, especially home games against teams like Brentford, who have got very little to play for, really. Um, Watford threw the kitchen sink at them to try and win. 
missed open goal, lost a minute later. And Roy was like, ha, 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 if we win the last six, we'll be all right. It's like, ah, good one, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Roy's definitely a man who's just been getting grief from his missus and he's like, nah, I need to go back to work. Just, just... I mean, he, he looks so old. Like, I, mean, I know obviously he is quite old. But like generally, this, this job itself has aged him considerably. <laughs> just a awkward job. Jackie, he was just laughing that he just realised that Pontus Janssen's still actually playing and scoring. <laughs> I think he's just laughing at the name Pontus. To be honest, I used to tell him just, <laughs> just start yeah. just start chuckling at that. Uh, it sounds rude, but why? And then he just like he just sort of, like, <laughs> you can just imagine him saying that as well. Can't you? <laughs> he just drift off and they're like just chuckling to himself. <laughs> yeah, uh, like Homer Simpson. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he's got. He's given me. He's got the best gift on the internet. He's just the one where his wee head go to the side. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. It's just the best one ever. It's just. Do you know what? If he never managed Liverpool, I'd really like Roy Hodgson. <laughs> yeah, use Liverpool then, like. Unfortunately, I, I I borderline hate him purely for that time that he was. Yeah. Which is understandable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but. Do you know what? I, I was quite happy when he retired purely on the basis. He had a really good career. You know, he'd, he'd done a lot and all that. But coming back to what I, did, I just don't know what he expected. I, really... I know. I know. Like, who comes back and goes, you know what I really want? A relegation on my CV. Like, oh, Roy, we've got just a job for you. Like, well, <laughs> come on down. Like, now, if Man United had appointed him as an interim manager for six months, I'd have said, you know what? Fair enough. That's a safe pair of hands. He'll look after you. He won't make things any worse. Rather than a bloody Ian Beale knockoff they've got at the minute. Yeah. Then, Ian Beale. And then and then Hodgson could have could have planned, he could have said, you know what? Let's appoint this man. And they'd have gone, you know what, Roy, thanks, but no thanks, but see you later. And that would have been a fine. A fitting way for Hodgson to end his career. But yeah. instead, he's gone into Watford, which was already on fire, and he's just poured more petrol on it. And <laughs> and then laughed about it. Uh, yeah, that's that's. That, I think that is the perfect eulogy on how to finish Roy Hodgson. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we we I think we spoke about it last week, Dave. Do not last week because I wasn't here last week. Week four, Christian Eriksen, obviously yeah. only on a temporary deal. Do you think he stays? Or like, well, the, the local press up here says we're trying to get him in the summer. Mm. Yeah, I I seen that to be which, honest. Which will be um. Great, because Gabby Ogbonlahor's head will fall off his shoulders, which is something to look forward to, because he famously claimed that uh, if you had the choice of Newcastle or Brentford, even if Newcastle paid more wages, you would go to Brentford, because it's nearer London. I, 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 I now hope he comes on the basis Oh, I mean, the, the abuse he will get online if that comes through is, is going to be absolutely savage. Not that we condone that, but... We're joining. I do. He's an idiot. Not named Ali McCoist, who is affiliated with Talksport, deserve every bit of abuse to get. Well, that's it. I mean, they all just peddle the same nonsense, don't they? It's like, how can we anger people today? No, it's like, no, it's like Talksport get the most obscure knobheads and just go talk. Jamie O'Hara, Cody, yeah. like Bonglaho. Come on, oh, Darren Bent. I used to like Darren Bent. I fucking hate him, though. Yeah. Uh, they get all the big names in, like, definitely. Um, I know Ali McCoy's part of it because he's actually very, like, he's very well-spoken about football and he's, he's he's one of the best commentators to have on. But it's the fact that he's part of that and he's, and he's one of them and you're like, oh. Yeah, but, like, they do this all the time. In other words, like, right, 
today's topic, was Alan Shearer really that good? Yeah. It's like, all right, it's like, well, Francis Bernardi doesn't think so. It's like, oh, not you, Francis. And then like, Francis people, 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 people will ring up and call like Francis Bernardi like, you know, scum. <laughs> worse than mud. <laughs> conversation they had last week about Harry Kane's passing. Oh, I don't think it's Harry Kane's death. It's <laughs> Harry Kane's That's all right. I can't We are. And they were claiming, and they went on our massive rant that Harry Kane is a better passer of the ball than David Beckham. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, I mean, who can be bothered? Like, I was like, and it was like, it wasn't even like the, the nonsense. It was just, they were so passionate about it. Like, it was, I think it was, no, it wasn't the Cundy, it was the other prick. It's a Man United fan. Um, I can't remember his name. There's was, a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Yeah, I, I mean, they're all the same. But anyway, enough with advertising that pish pish. Uh, there's not really much more to say. Watford are pretty much down. I think we'll talk about the relegation altogether when we come at the end of the games. Uh, FA Cup semi-finals were played. We'll go on the Saturdays one. 3-2 Liverpool City. Game of two halves. Um, hell of a performance by Liverpool in the first half, Dave. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Um, I think... The difference in City without De Bruyne versus with De Bruyne was quite apparent, but also with Edison and without Edison, because you shouldn't really be considered yeah. a goal where you get tackled by another man, should you? Like, it wasn't like he was like, given a short back pass either. He literally just stood there until he got tackled. Which... Even Manny's second one as well was... Ah, near post. Like, yeah. good, nice nice move, but uh, I mean, most Premier League goalkeepers would have saved that, I think it's probably fair to say. Yeah. Uh, except maybe Tim Krul with his Chris Packard hands, but that's <laughs> not the point. Um, but yeah, I don't think you can argue Liverpool deserved to win. Um, I thought it was very, very good it on the day. Um, the second half, wasn't it? it just kind of just. Well, they, were, they were always going to come what, back they? at you. Yeah, they were always going to come back, and you probably could have had two or three on the break, to be honest. Um, you just didn't quite get the shot away a few times. Salah continued his kind of. Uh, <sighs> We're going to call his April form, where like he for some reason won't shoot at the right time, just like an extra touch. It didn't seem to do things very naturally anymore. Um, happens every April without fail. Look it up. I haven't, but I'm just going off memory. But I'm I sure that's what happens. Because it, the worst thing about this time is obviously it's all the talk of the contract stuff. So all the the absolute idiots and the morons in our fan base are now claiming he, he you know he's not that good and that's unfinished. And we say you shouldn't be getting a contract, and you're like, oh, you're not just, you just want me score, just one, just to shut them up. <laughs> I don't know who wants me score more, me or him. Um, do, 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 there's not really much to really talk about the game, as you say the the difference with it, the, as you say the De Bruyne, um, even the even from last week's game, just the tempo that Liverpool played it was completely different. It was more that. Kind of give, makes it more frustrating on last week's result. But anyway, we'll move on to Sunday. And Dave, all right, I was waiting for Carl, but then I remember what the first game was. Uh, Dave, 2 1 Newcastle against Leicester. Dave, were you at the game this week? And if not, talk us through it. I, I wasn't because of the old uh, the old quote. But uh, it, um, it, was, well, it wasn't a great game. You know, I'm, obviously, I'm delighted we won, but uh, it was very. Kind of scrappy stop start. Um, Leicester had a lot of the ball. Um, we 
the problem is we set up to counter attack, um, and with Chris Wood up front, he's good at holding the ball up. He's not going to join in with those counter attacks, so you kind of send Maxman and whoever can keep up with them a lot of the time. Uh, St. Max gets, I've been in a few games recently, and he, he's not as loved as he was once, uh, as he once was, um, which I think is down to a few things. Firstly, there's a lot of talk in the press about him being sold, um, which I'll come on to in a minute, but also it's kind of like, well, he holds on the ball for so long, if he doesn't do something amazing, he gets blamed for not doing something better. So the problem is he's the only one who's likely to do anything. You know, Almon will work his, his, uh, his socks off, but doesn't really have the quality in the final third. Um, same for any of the various others who come on, you know, Murphy. Um, tr- again, he's a trier, but isn't isn't Premier League quality, really. So I've got a lot of sympathy for him. He, uh, he's doing a job by himself a lot of the time. Um, goals-wise, I mean, the goal they scored, quite a clever set-piece, but obviously disappointing to get done from that kind of thing. Um, I was, wasn't clever, but basically Bruno tickled in off of Cashmere's gooch, which is a unique way of scoring a goal, but he did. Um, and we're all thankful for it. Uh, and then the winner, well, I mean, we'd barely attacked the entire second half, but all it took was Joe Willock to run at a very tired defence and then uh, Bruno to throw himself full length at Hedrid in the 95th minute, which was nice to see. Uh, he's going to be the top player, Bruno. Um, he, everything he does looks quality. Um, obviously, scoring twice is, is nice. It's not necessarily what he's here to do, but the fact he can do those as well is, is beneficial to us. But he's just a quality player. And the better players he's got around him, I can only see him getting better and better for us. So, um, can't really believe we've got him, to be honest. He probably should be at a club better than ours, but uh, money talks. So, here we are. Yeah, money. And I, I don't know how true it is, but I think there was rumours that he was, he was one of them who didn't want to get vaccinated. So, it restricted him going to other teams as well. Um, I'm not sure how, how accurate it is, but I mean, that's perfect for Newcastle, Dave. <laughs> who cares if he's performing like that? But, you know, I, I, I'd heard all the rumours about how good he was, you know, when he first came. But, you know, the, you know, the biggest thing that stood out to me in his time at, at Newcastle is he came in as this, you know, high-priced player, barely getting a kick. And I can't remember what game it is, but we, we spoke about it at the time when it was, I think, I, I sh- I'm sure you just had won the game and he had come on with like five minutes to go. And he, he just went up for headers and like ditching, you know, clearances and was getting filled like with the last kick of the game. And you're like, you know, some players who just, you know, wouldn't bother, especially when they've just come on the pitch. You know? Yeah, it was, I think it was the Villa game, actually. Um, oh, he, ca- he came on and he took an absolute clattering, like in the last minute, like you say, he went up for the header. He knew he was going to clatter if he, if he went in for it, but, he, you know, he did. Uh, um, which you don't always get from, you know, um, players who come in from abroad. Uh, the first few weeks in England, sort of not used to physicality, but he hasn't been faced by that at all. Um, he's Especially when we coming on as well, you know, because he might not have bought in, you know, like he, he could still have that attitude. Well, wait a minute, if you're not playing me, then bugger off. Yeah, I think he, he was patient when he first came, which probably helped us as well in terms of acclimatising him to whatever it is we play. Um, <laughs> you know, don't get us wrong, I mean, we're, we're, we're night and day from where we were under Bruce. You know, Eddie Howe's done wonders with a squad that. Um, everyone told us was crap. Um, you know, Bruce was doing as good as he could with what he had, but all right, we had two or three new additions. But uh, I mean, Trippy has played three games before he broke his foot. Um, Callum Wilson's been injured, so Chris Woods 
I wouldn't say like for like, but you know what I mean, striker for striker in that regard. Um, uh, Bruno has been the, the biggest difference, along with, with Dan Byrne, who I didn't think would be anywhere near as good as he is. Same with Matt Target, the left back, you know. Um, they've helped a great deal, but um, the way the team plays, the way the togetherness is, um, you know, absolute night and day well under Bruce. So um, we're not a good team by any means. We're just everything the fans always wanted, which is a team that tries, has been drilled and should be hard to beat a lot of the time. And I know, you know, the roof fell in at Tottenham a little bit, but Kane and Son will do that to better defenders than what we've got. Uh, but generally, we um, we have been a lot tougher to beat. Um and we've got Palace at home on Wednesday, um, which nobody's wrong. We can't win that as well. And then we'll be eleventh, which is wild. That's, that's yeah, that's mad. It, it feels like a few years ago when he's done something similar. They beat relegation and finished, you know, high in mid table. Um, I mean, Carl, did you see this game on Sunday? <clears throat> I did, yeah. Um... I thought Leicester's goal was really well worked. Um, like you said, though, I thought it was pretty poor by Newcastle. Just let them do it. Uh, Luckman seems to be scoring it as well, making a show of me. Um, <laughs> yeah. What, as much as I didn't want you to win, sorry to say, Dave, um, it was funny to see Cashmere Michael get done like that because I thought, I thought that was fucking hilarious because <laughs> um, he's an absolute idiot. Um, they're poor, said it. Said it at the start, I think. Um, did, did, there's a lot of players, and I think we alluded to that as well, there's a lot of players in the Leicester team that either aren't good enough or just don't want to be there. And it, it's starting to show now. Um, I think that Dewsbury Hall, is it Dewsbury Hall? He's very yes. over. I, I don't think he's any good. In. Oh, I was going to say, he reminds me so much of Madison. Um, yeah. I, 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 I thought he was quite tidy, oh. but... Not but, for me. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Um, but as you say, like you know, Perez hasn't played consistently all season. He played, um, obviously got the assist on the goal. Did no one else? Like no, no. Um, and it, it 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 seems like Leicester have got a lot of them players who just turn up and go. I've done my job. See you later. But I think it's always difficult when you know you're playing Europe on a Thursday and when you're changing the team, what seven or eight players and the, yeah, yeah, the, the ones who, the ones who well. You're basically admitting them that you're not in the first choice team. Um, well, yeah, you know, you're not going to play. You're not gonna... That's going to be like a slap in the chops a bit. But at the end of the day, if you look at Leicester's team, you're like, it's not that good, is it? The one that played you, sorry. I, I disagree. I mean, again, so go, go through the team. Casper Schmeichel's an idiot. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's a good goalkeeper. Let's yeah. be honest. I no, he's, he's not. He's not bad, is he? He's he's, he's Top ten goalkeepers in the league, pretty comfortable. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. James Justin with pre-injury, definitely. I, I don't know how much this season, but pre-injury was looking like. You know, he was on the England squad, wasn't he? He was uh, on, the, on the verge anyway. So yeah, I, li- I like him a lot. To be honest, he just the onshu, got, got a big injury. Yeah, the fallen off a cliff. Granted, oh, he's, you know, he was, he's a joke. It's ridiculous how bad he's got. Um, Marty's even worse. Marty, yeah, and Thomas, I don't know much about him, right? But He's all right, that's Thomas, to be honest. Beautiful Hall, Mendy, Tillmans, all good enough to be... What are Leicester in the league? Ninth? Tenth? Ninth, I think. Ninth, yeah. So that's that's about right. Lukman and Perez, same. You've got players coming off the bench and and Madison, Barnes, and the actual, again, purely down to, to Europe. 
Uh, and Daka, obviously, as well. Daka's reputation looks... And he's looked good when he's played, in fairness. That Leicester team is good. Like, let's get, give the Newcastle team credit. I, I do, again, it sounds like I'm harping on at Rodgers because uh, everybody knows my thoughts on him. But I just think he's took them as far as he can go. That that team with a with a, a motivated, energetic new manager, just that new manager bounce. If they get the, obviously they need the right manager. That team's more than capable of challenging for the European places. Without any, well, they, they, they could probably say centre halves now, especially the way Sionchu's you know fallen off. But there's not a lot of money needs spent in that team to make it a top eight, top seven team. You need a striker. I I, I think Daka and any actual are good enough for a season. If you've got my biggest questions, I would have to to Rogers if I could ask him, what the hell has happened to Dwight McNeil? No, Dwight McNeil. Um, Harvey Barnes. Like, why has he not been playing? Barnes and Madison, I feel, haven't been as prominent as they were. You know, the last few seasons. Apparently, he's fell out with Madison, hasn't he? Yeah. I feel like James Madison falls out with everybody. He's got that look about him, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he looks like a bit of a prick, doesn't he? Yeah. But does he like keep getting called up for England and then like going out to casinos and stuff instead of, you know? Yeah, he's. Oh, I don't like him now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> US camp, isn't he? Yeah. But can we just allude to the fact that, that Yana Vestergaard is quite possibly the weirdest signings in the history of transfers? Yeah, I, I mean. They obviously needed a centre back because um, Fafana got that big injury. I never played him. <laughs> and I know, and they came up with like, well, let's sign the biggest one by height, and then we'll just not play him. Um, <laughs> you're right. He's, he's he's barely kicked a ball in uh, in what eight months now. Like he's yeah. like uh, as you say, Marty's come back from being um, nowhere. He seems you know, um, Johnny Evans is always injured. So she was just a lunatic. Um, <laughs> And I think they even said, like, indeed, you send it back in some games. It's, it's he did, yeah. strange. He did. It's really strange. Um, definitely one of the oddest signings ever. Oh, and I was, when he signed him, I thought, oh, that's, a, that's quite a clever signing. <laughs> Again, also, how wrong was I? Continue is what was about 18 mil or something. Like, it's, yeah, but, yeah. But in, in relative terms, that's quite cheap for, like, a, you know, Premier League centre half who was doing reasonable at Southampton. Um, yeah. And now we know why. And now we know why, yeah. Has to do it, wins again. <sighs> Did you notice? Oh, I forgot to because I listened to you where he said he was on Tinder because he uh, was wearing his waistcoat. Oh, he's back to the track. He must be in love. I think it. I think it just depends on like what's gone down the previous week as to what he what he dresses as because he does he does flip between the two, and there must be a reason for it. <laughs> he smells better than the tracky. Well, maybe. Is, is it a dry cleaning issue with with the waistcoat? Possibly, yeah. Possibly. His Moss Boss subscription has ended. <laughs> I mean, we did speculate that it was to do with like the waist belt on the uh, on the trackies. So obviously better for whatever the premium ah, yeah, is. Toby Carver, yeah, yeah. Aye. yeah, probably. Right. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, the game that almost made my weekend very very sweet, but unfortunately was ruined by a missed penalty and a West Ham equaliser. West Ham won, Burnley won. Um, I don't know whether it's talk about the game or the fact that Sean Dyche has been sacked, Dave. I was going to say, assuming you're wearing your black armband, are you? Yeah, I don't know if I care enough about Everton going down now for Burnley to stay up. Like, well, that's it. It would feel bittersweet now. If you you liar. I, almost, no, I, I, don't know, I don't know if I hate Everton enough 
to my hatred for Burnley's owners now. Uh, good point. Good point. <laughs> I'm, I'm now torn. Um, but in, in all seriousness, Burnley players and management should be kicking themselves. Uh, although the players and the management seem to be the same thing up at Burnley these days. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be kicking themselves and not coming away with three points here. Yeah. Um, poor penalty. Very poor but He does that stutter thing and Fabianski doesn't move. And when he does move, he puts it the other way. Oh, it's just a it's a, it's a mess of a penalty. Um, really poor. But I thought Burnley actually played all right. And, and Pope made some very good saves, to be fair to him. Off Harden Cresswell, who another person I would not tire of punching. <laughs> For obvious reasons. <laughs> um I've got the impression that when Corner missed his penalty, Daesh was like, he just turned with misses and went to see. That's <laughs> that's why we that's why we never got penalties. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, um, what yeah, an awful penalty that was, though. It was. It was. It was. It was. Um, it was dire. But I don't know. Burnley had chances to win it, and to be fair, West Ham did have chances to win it as well. But West Ham seemed to have got got to this point where they're just like. Ah, we're really not that bothered about the Premier League now. We're we're going to uh, we're going to Champions League next year, aren't we? So, I mean, so if you're a West Ham fan slash player, right, I'd be telling everybody we are three games away from being in the Champions League. And how big's that? It's fucking I know. Fra- Frankfurt over two legs, which you know they'll beat them. They probably will. Like I know Frankfurt just did a job on Barcelona, but generally, like other than Bayern Munich, the the German teams aren't. That good? No. Um, and then in the final, well, I don't know who it'll be. Who's Rangers or Leipzig? All right. See <laughs> the Champions League. I mean, ah, it's all right. Giovanni, boys will uh, spoil the party. Don't you worry about that. Yeah, but I mean, West Ham will still win the game, but the, all, all, the, all the boys will ruin the city. Like, I feel, feel sorry for Seville. No, I was going to say that. Is that where the final is, is it? Yeah. I'd give that a wide berth. Mm. Rangers, Rangers won't beat Leipzig um, anyway, so... I don't know, like, over two legs, I quite fancy them. But this is not a European podcast, so... Let's anyway, that's yeah. <laughs> but yeah, basically, I don't blame West Ham for uh, having eyes on other things. Um, I was actually surprised how strong their team was for this. I, I thought they'd, like, have Antonio in, like, the old oxygen chamber after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're saying like, he couldn't play two games in a week, he just plays two games every three days now. He's, he's an animal. He doesn't score, but he plays. Yeah, he's, he participated. He's, <laughs> he's he's one of the most frustrating strikers, if he even is a striker. I don't even know what he is anymore. I don't know what he is. He's just like a professional battering ram. It's like, right, yeah. you play up front. You're going to have all the touches in the box, but whatever you do, never score. Don't score. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. At no he's cost, a... must you score a goal. Yeah. <laughs> it must be it must be infuriating watching him as a West Ham fan. Um because like you said, he's just he's there, and you know he's there because you can't miss him, can you? Let's face it. And then he, he he'll do something. You're like, what the fuck is he doing? He must have been absolutely delighted when this full time whistle blew. Me? Yeah, because you must have been getting twitchy as hell. I I I didn't I missed the actual penalty incident and then came in as the penalty was getting taken and I texted me mate and went 
Oh my god. <laughs> we we yeah. had we're back to going down again, boys, sorry. <laughs> I mean, had they finished the, the weekend a point behind yourselves, obviously you just had the game in hand. Um, that it's, could have been it's yeah, it's it's like I said to you before we started recording, it's just it's literally every single game we go to now, or Everton, sorry, Everton play, we're just like gotta win this game. Gotta yeah. win this game. You've got to win this game. And your running's not exactly favourable either. It's uh, what's what's the opposite of favourable? <laughs> <laughs> not favourable. Yeah, do, do you have a game this midweek? Yeah, we've got Leicester on Wednesday at home. Mm, all right, well that's winnable. Although you know now you've just slagged off most of the team. Like Jusby Hall's going to score, and then Vesta <laughs> got off the bench. <laughs> Michael to. Uh, Scored a goal from his own, uh, whole, his own line. The whole lot, of them, the whole lot of them will be queuing up. Just, uh, if Brendan Rodgers will probably just come on and bag one as well. Yeah, well, why not? Yeah, so you, let's have a look. You've got, oh, dear me. So you have Liverpool away at the weekend. Yeah. And then you uh, have Chelsea at uh, at home. Which is, yeah, yeah. it's mm. not winnable. Let's face it. <laughs> well, to be honest, like. A few weeks ago it was, but Chelsea seemed to have uh, sorted themselves out of that mini little crisis they had. Um, and who have you got? You've got Leicester and Watford in the same week. That'll be a treat. We've got five games in 18 days. Uh, Leicester, Watford, then Brentford and Crystal Palace at home. Well, And then uh, Arsenal away. That sounds like 15 points to me. <laughs> <laughs> to, to the other teams European t- European tour coming up <laughs> well my mate actually texted you after the United game saying European we come I was like Jesus <laughs> Christ <laughs> we've just been possibly the worst team I've seen come to Goodison Park and God knows how long but yeah it's uh, it's, it's not over not by a long shot to be honest I, I think it is to be honest I can't see unless Burnley higher anybody, which doesn't seem very likely. Like had Burnley put some allies in like today, I'd have been like, well, you know, he's got a form for this kind of thing. Um but they haven't, which makes me think they're not gonna. And the fear for the job seems to be Chris Wilder. Really? Like the guy who played progressive centre half at Sheffield United, you want to bring up Burnley? Like I couldn't <laughs> think of uh I couldn't think of anything less and <laughs> less likely. Is that who they want, Chris Wilder? Well, he's the favourite of the bookies, and he got asked today after the Middlesbrough game. He's like, "Well, maybe I will, maybe I won't." I'm like, so yes, I, I actually know like Chris Wilder. Ah, I, you know, I think every part of his face is like, like his eyes and his nose and his <laughs> mouth are far too small for his face. Like, it, well, it just seems that. very suspicious. To me. <laughs> oh, I, I, I thought he was good at Sheffield United, and I don't know what happened in the end. But well, that's it. He, he was good, and then then he wasn't. Yeah, but he's doing a good he's doing a good job with Borough as well. Like Borough were nowhere and now they're on the verge of the playoffs. Um, turns out he's a better man than Neil Warnock. Who knew? Um, <laughs> but it'd be a bit of a, a bit of a sad with his career move to go from Middlesbrough to Burnley. Like I know obviously at the minute there's a division between them, but like I imagine if Borough came up, their budget would be probably similar to Burnley's. Steve Gibson's never been shy of spending really. And Burnley's owners seem batshit because, you know, they've just got rid of Sean Dyche with five games to go with no obvious plan as to what they're going to do instead. So Yeah, I, I don't I don't see what I don't see what Wilder game gains going to Burnley, if I'm honest. Because with all due respect to Burnley, if they stay up this season, they're going down next. 
Well, that's it. Like, yeah. I can't. I, I don't know who. Like, the fact that as I said, the fact that I haven't already pointed someone makes me think that this wasn't that planned. Uh, and if it was planned, it means their owners are daft because surely to pull the trigger at this stage of the season, you need someone to come in as a firefighter. Like yeah, that's the only reason anyone sacks a manager now. They don't sack them unless you know you're going down. But you know, it should have been done a month ago, six weeks ago. Probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, won three games all season, four. Well, losing to Norwich is, is never good news for anybody, is it? No, and I I made a comment to, I'm sure you have all seen on Twitter, if Rafa takes over Burnley and keeps them up at our expense, that would be the most evident thing ever. Um, and I generally thought it would be someone like that. I thought the next day it'd be like Rafa, Sam Allardyce. Like you said, I, I just I don't get the thinking at all. It's it's really bizarre to be honest. Well, especially, especially considering the sack the lot. Like it wasn't just Dice. It was like right, Dice, your assistant, his assistant, uh, and then the keeper coach. I think it was like right, the lotties are out. <laughs> ben, Ben, you're in charge. <laughs> I, I mean, imagine Ben me when he got that call. It's like your manager right. of the last seven years, whatever it is. Ten. Has, uh, I don't know if Ben May was there the whole time, was he? Yeah, no, he was at City, wasn't he? He was. I think he yeah. was. I, 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 I don't know when, when Ben yeah, was Yeah, yeah, I know. But, but anyway, like, he gets that call and it's like, you've done what? You want me to do who? Like, <laughs> I just can't imagine, like, that was planned. That can't be the case. Oh, no, he's been there for 10 years, so he's probably... Oh, well, he's there you probably, go. He's probably signed them. <laughs> he's, he's Mr. Burnley. And now in, and now in every sense. He's the he's the manager. He's the chef. He's the <laughs> the goalkeeping coach. <laughs> the goalkeeping coach. He does everything except play. It's it's utterly bizarre, utterly bizarre. But it's I, I think maybe they've looked at us and went they'll lose about six of their eight. <laughs> so we're still in with a shout. They, they definitely have, and I, I know it says like I'm slagging off Everton, but they've definitely looked at the um, the remaining fixtures and thought if they can get some sort of just they obviously just think they can get like a almost like a new manager bounce, and yeah. if they can get two or three wins out their last eight because they have a much much more favourable last eight than yourselves. Um, unfortunately for them, they've still only won four games all season, so. It doesn't seem like the players have given up on Deitch, but I mean, if they if they pick up the wins and stay up, then I mean, I mean, they might complain. The games they've got, like you've said, there, they've got Southampton at home. Come on, Ralph. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I've said about him. I've sent him an email. <laughs> um, and they've got they've got to play Watford away. They've got to play Villa twice, and Villa I've got nothing to play for. Villa's form has been absolutely atrocious. So much so that Frank Lampard's uh, win percentage is better than Gerrard's now. Yep. Which is remarkable, really. Always oh, sigh when you need them. <laughs> yeah. Although oh, I'll let him have it, Danny. You, Danny, you want? I'll get him. Um, uh, and they're we, also going to have Newcastle last game of the season, where again. It's irrelevant, you know. Newcastle have now done. Uh, we'll be on the beach by then. We'll yeah. be uh, and Eddie Howe will be going back to his former club. And you know, he didn't really do very well, but well, he didn't do very well at all at Burnley. So um, he's an Everton fan. Is he? Oh, Eddie well. Howe is an Everton fan. 
Well, there you go. So, I thought best, he was team, best team, please, Eddie. <laughs> I thought he was a Liverpool fan, the amount of money he spent on us. At yeah. Anyway, that's the, the last of the league games. Uh, the other semi-final was Sunday, with Chelsea winning 2-0. I'm oh, sorry to say at home. At Wembley <laughs> against Crystal Palace. My only talking point for this is Chelsea had a bunch of shite bags for not letting Conor Gallagher play in this game. I'm not surprised, <laughs> but it's just uh, I, I was. I, I hate that rule. <coughs> I hate it. I don't think it's a rule, was it? Because like Chelsea actually had denied permission, didn't they? Like yeah, I think so in the Premier League, I think it's automatic. You can't yes. play your parent club, but yeah. in any other competition, they're allowed to play. But Chelsea stipulated it in the contract. That they had to ask for permission to play against them. They were never mm. going to allow it. So why even say you have to ask for permission? Well, I guess had it been like a you know a Carabao Cup third round or something, they probably would have gone. Ah, give them the game time. Yeah. But with this, you know, Chelsea have nothing else to play for now except this cup to this. So. Jambolic. It should be. It should not mandatory selection. Obviously, that's thingy. But there should be no rule imposing that a player can't. He didn't. He didn't want a Loire Loire moment, did he? That still rankles to this day. Are oh, you welcome? <laughs> well, anyway, um, Chelsea Liverpool final. Quick prediction, lads. Uh, I mean, I hope Liverpool win 100 0, but Carl probably doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Carl will be sat there thinking blue is the colour. <laughs> um, yeah, Liverpool will win it. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we nodded ahead to such a good job that Vieira's done this season at Palace. I'm actually really interested to see how they do next season, you know, with another summer in the window. and See what you can progress for them. Uh, could be quite interesting to see what players they actually keep. Yes, yes. Uh, because that that that's the downfall if you play. No disrespect to Palace, because I actually I actually don't mind Palace. Um, there'll be a lot of players, uh, a lot of teams circling their players now. Forget Gallagher. He, he two shows basically said he's going to be playing some part next season. The centre, the centre half will. What's his name? Skull past us, like oh, everyone else. Gay, gay, yeah, gay. he's good. Um, Very good. Alice, he's good. As as he's good. Even Edwards, not okay to be fair. Do you think there's any risk that Arsenal or another club bin their manager and go for Patrick Vieira? It is a massive possibility. No, not yet. No, I, I, the only thing, Arsenal are that crazy, though. Yeah. Well, well, that's it. I mean, they gave Arteta the job with, well, yeah, exactly with, that. with, with, with zero experience other than putting out the cones for Pep. And Paddy Vieira is an absolute icon with them, so yeah, it, so, I mean, it's, like, it's massively possible. I think it's a possibility, but then again, I don't think... Arteta's done that bad of a job this season. I mean, if you'd said Arsenal at the start of the season, you know, you'll be you'll be fifth. I think they'd have taken it, considering where they have been. No, I think he's done okay. Um, the, the good thing about Arteta, and I, I hate the way people say this about managers, but he actually has give youth a chance and it's worked. So Yeah, I mean, the, the squad itself is in a, in a better position, I think. Um, yeah, it's, unfortunately, it's extremely thin on the ground now, but I mean, that's probably better for him in the summer, I would think. Yeah, but it, like like you said at the beginning of the season, Luis, Willian, Aubameyang, just draining them, weren't they? 
Yeah, I mean, if they can shift, if they can shift Pepe, they'll probably cure world hunger. Like that's. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I don't know. Arsenal, Arsenal get top four, possibly. I think they still might. That's a shush. Stop trying to push on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right. We don't do seamless links on this show, Carl. Come on. <laughs> um, right, we have some midweek games. Um, I'm not going to preview them because it takes too long, but we'll get a quick <laughs> from the three of us. Uh, tomorrow night, Liverpool, Man United. Liverpool at home, Dave. Uh, I can't say past Liverpool. Carl. Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, three for me. If Liverpool don't win three or four, they should be disappointed with themselves. Uh, on Wednesday, first up, Dave, Chelsea v Arsenal? Uh, I'll be hoping for Arsenal, but again, on form, you've got to say Chelsea, haven't you? Yeah, I did. did, did uh, Carl? Yeah, I, I don't think Arsenal do very well there normally, do they? Um, I think, yeah, I think Chelsea 2 0, probably. Yeah, I, I, I'm along the same lines. I mean, Arsenal and Arsenal anyway, but Arsenal look good usually against you know the the rest of the league. Once they come up against a team that's better than them, they usually fall short anyway, even when they're in good form. So, yeah, I think Chelsea will win that fairly comfortably. Uh, right, Carl, come to you first. Ever not home to Leicester? one nil Evan. <laughs> Dave? Yeah, I think Evan will win, I think. At Goodison, the under good, the lights, but, but better than they are away from home. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't see Not it. Hard, is it? A, <laughs> a, a, a comfortable Leicester win here. Um, really? Yeah. You're a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan's going to have them firing it all for him. It's going to be like it's going to be like the 13-14 Liverpool all over again. Um, I'm going straight for you if it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave, what about you next? Newcastle home to Crystal Palace. Uh, I think it'll be a draw purely because Palace don't like to have the ball. We don't like to have the ball, so the ball will stay in the centre circle for 90 minutes, and both <laughs> both teams will just keep daring the other team to try and counter attack. <laughs> That's a very good point. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I was I was actually thinking one-one to be honest. Yeah, I, I think Palace will be hurting from the from the weekend as well in Newcastle. Are they're almost playing carefree? So I don't know. I'm I'm going to say. Newcastle to sneak this one like a 2-1 bit like Saturday's game or Sunday's game whenever it was Sunday, Sunday. maybe a late winner again yeah uh, and last up on Wednesday then Dave Man City at home to Brighton oh City unfortunately I mean hopefully Potter will uh, come up with something wild like the old 4-6-0 again like he did on Saturday but we'll have to wait and see hey Carl I've got a weird feeling that Brighton are going to do them. <laughs> it's, I'm glad you said that first because it'll sound like I've been an absolute dickhead if I said that. But I just I think thought... I've I've just come to the to the to the point where you're winning everything. We're going down. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the perfect scenario. But I just feel if, if City are going to drop points, it's going to be here or Villa. The Villa side is just my like Gerard finally paying us back for slipping in 2014 mm-hmm. um, or Brighton just because Brighton are like the only team who could probably stop City just because they're so organised which go is for, absolutely bonkers when you think about it yeah so I'm going to go for a nil-nil draw here they're just going to frustrate City to hell and 
Yeah, I don't think Brighton will win. Uh, but yeah. I think I think they might drop. I think City might drop points here. Like to be honest. Yeah, because if not, I can see it going the way Adam said on the pod last week, and both teams win every game for the rest of the season. Uh, but anyway, and Thursday night, Carl, I'll come to you first because I know what you're predicting here. Burnley at home at Southampton. Oh God, I'm gonna go draw. That's a good result for you guys, Dave. I think I think Burnley are going to win. Yeah, me too. I don't know based on what because they don't ever win. But if it's a team you want to play, like it's yes, someone likes someone likes Southampton and they're away from so, home, yeah, having just won a having just won a big game, like they've got nothing to play for. Yeah. Right. Quickly to finish off the the, the league talk then. Um, again, we'll do it six more times for the rest of the season. <laughs> uh, top two still going City win the league, Dave. Any changes after? I'm still going City, unfortunately. But as you said, I can't see City dropping many points. I don't think Liverpool can claw those one point back, whatever it is. So, no, City for me. Carl? Still Liverpool for me. Yeah, same for me. And and I don't know why. There's no logical reason. Um, I think City have had their blip and they just didn't blip enough for me. But I still think Liverpool are going to win the league. Uh, I think we're going to win all four. But uh, let's see. the the place that no one wants. Uh, who's <laughs> finishing fourth, Dave? I'll stick with Arsenal because I've, I've said Arsenal for four months now. So yep. I, I won't I won't but deter I, them at this stage, even though it's unlikely. You put it, Carl. Do you know what? I'm going to go with Arsenal as well. Yeah. Well, well, welcome to Team Loser. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Team Loser, I'm going to go with Man United. There's just I know I've changed from Man U to Arsenal, but I'm going to go with Arsenal. Yeah. There is just something that just says, like, Man United shouldn't even be fifth. If Man United were 15th, I wouldn't be shocked at how they played. Man United go to Arsenal next week. Well, do you know what? I was just looking at that. And then, <laughs> and then, and then Chelsea at home four days later. So um, that's, that's going to decide It's going to decide their season pretty much, isn't it? That's <laughs> Heavy running, though. Two time, Man United have got six points out of six. <laughs> well, I mean, strange things have happened. I mean, they'll go, oh. to, the, they'll go to the Emirates and probably win because, you know, Arsenal. Yeah. Um, and then they've got home to Chelsea, where, again, like, are Chelsea really that motivated now? Absolutely not. Right, you know. Um, who cares where the rest finish? It seems to go first, second, battle for fourth. Who cares? Like who's finishing the, the the battle the battle not to finish seventh and play in the conference league. <laughs> yeah. Um right, Norwich, I think we all agree down. Yeah. What pod we're all agreeing down. So Burnley or Everton, I I assume we reckon Leeds are safe. Yeah. So there's no point coming to you first, Carl. Uh, I'll go to Dave. Uh, Burnley or Everton, Dave. To go down. Um yeah. Burnley. Carl, honest opinion, do you reckon you have done enough now? Not done enough, obviously, but... I generally don't know. <laughs> i tell you what I will say, like, I wouldn't rule Watford out just yet. Yeah, they've got to play us. They've got Burnley, at, Burnley, at Palace, Burnley Palace, Everton, Leicester, like four games Ooh. in a row. Had they had a different manager... <laughs> I feel bad. I feel like we're now picking on Roy. But I've said this before, haven't we? Like he always takes a little bit of time to get things going. 
and then he's so hilarious, wasn't he? To be fair, he has to, well, I mean, I say like they should really have won on Saturday. Like it wasn't his fault they didn't. It was like when you're missing open goals and stuff, what can you really do? But um, they've got to go to Man City next weekend, and they're going to get absolutely pummeled. That could be like a hundred nil. But then they've got those four games where if they win, say they take ten points from those games, right, which is a big ask at this stage of the season. But yeah. you know, it can't be Burnley. Are they six Everton. behind us? Five, isn't it? Five. What for Watford? Yeah. Isn't it five, twenty two no, six. You're right, six, twenty two and twenty eight. So given our away form, let's face it, they should really turn us over. Yeah. <laughs> That's out of one game, but it's your games in hand, really. And I and I know you've got a horrible running. But it's the fact that you've got two games in hand to them. You just need winning one of those games in hand. Doesn't have to be the game in hand. Just winning one game, which uses up a game in hand, is massive because yeah. it takes you to nine points. Yeah, I think I think Wednesday's back to must win again after losing against Burnley. I, I think if, if you take zero points from Leicester and Liverpool, I'd be concerned, especially if Burnley won on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. That's the big thing when like Burnley never win, and <laughs> that seems to be the issue. Like Everton haven't done an awful lot. I mean, obviously they beat Man U, but generally haven't accumulated points for a while now. Yeah. But Burnley's still n- nowhere near them, really. Like it's. You just feel that Burnley are due some wins. You know, you just I don't know. There just has to be. They had the win against us. <laughs> I know. They did. Lost to Norwich right away. I know. Yeah. Like big corner missed an open goal there as well. Like. Norwich have won more games this season than Burnley. Another yeah. team that have beat us. Nobody's won less games than Burnley this season. Like nobody. In in football. Like ever. <laughs> 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 yeah. How many goals have they conceded? They've only conceded forty five goals. Their problem this season is not scoring. Yeah. No. And it's almost like selling Chris Wood wasn't a bright idea either. <laughs> well, he's got, he's got two for us. If you look at the goal difference as well, our goal difference and Burnley's goal difference is exactly the same. Yeah. The goal difference in the Premier League this season is absolutely atrocious. But <laughs> and, and we're going to Anfield, and let's face it, you just could put about four or five past us if you wanted. Yeah, the the problem we've got now is it's going to, every game's going to be rotated so much so it could be see if we lose to use and that's oh it's if no but see if that's the result that we Klopp better be sacked on the spot <laughs> it won't happen don't worry Keep you boys up um anyway boys that brings us to the end uh Carol let everybody know where they can find you online and anything you've got going on. Yeah, I'm still on at Dictionary Dean. I'm going to the A to Z of the rubbish heaven, which takes me forever. Uh, I'm actually on letter E. My last one was D, which was down, if you want to read about our relegation fight. And Dave, for yourself? Uh, You can find me on Twitter at CM9798. The website is cm9798.co.uk. And the YouTube is cm Nine seven nine eight, please. Yeah, I say it every time I'm on the the the, the Pez head series 
might be the greatest YouTube videos that you will watch. So <laughs> you go and check it out. Um, you can find us at Man in the Post on all your social media platforms. Uh, they are updated very frequently by Christopher. Chris and the gang will be back on Thursday, I assume, with extra time. Um, and we will be back next weekend to preview the weekend's fixtures. It will be coming fast and furious, obviously, the next next month. Um, you might even get some some bonus shows coming up when it goes to the, the midweek games. We will see what's going on and see how we can fit some more in. But anyway, gentlemen, thank you very much, as always, for joining me. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you at home for listening. And always remember, keep your man in the post.